Welcome to the Find Your Fire podcast. I'm your host, Jess Norbury, and I'm a professional model and lifestyle YouTuber. This podcast is designed for you guys and gals out there who need that extra push of motivation in all things health, fitness, modeling, social media, relationships, but most importantly, I am here to help you find your fire. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the second episode of Find Your Fire. I just want to say a massive, massive thank you for the amazing response to the first episode. You guys seemed to really like it, which was kind of surprising. I thought I would get a lot of backlash for starting a podcast. So yeah, thank you so much. And um, thank you for leaving your five-star reviews on the Apple podcast. That means so much to me. Um, But today's topic is health and fitness. I um, posted on my Instagram story whether you wanted me to talk about the modeling industry and have some stories and story times and things like that. But you guys liked the health and fitness topic. So that is what we're talking about today. Obviously, disclaimer, I'm not considered a health professional. I don't have a degree in health and fitness. I don't have um, my personal training certificate um, or anything like that. I'm just speaking from personal experience. Everyone is totally different. So what works for me might not work for you, but I'm just sharing it just as like some general knowledge. I guess the whole point of this is to create some motivation and conversation around health and fitness, um, but always consult your health professional before you go ahead with any of this. So just putting that out there so no one sues me. (laughs) So in this episode, obviously we're talking about health and fitness, but I wanted to talk about what my life was like before I started getting into training and eating well, and also some advice for people who are just starting out in the gym or just starting to transition their diet to be a little bit more healthy. After this episode is finished, please feel free to DM me with any questions that you have regarding this topic. I'm always happy to help you guys out and motivate you to live a really healthy, active lifestyle. So with that being said, let's get straight into this week's episode. So let's backtrack about three years ago, maybe four years ago. Oh gosh, I can't even remember now. Um, But I was in year 11 and 12. I did dancing and performing arts, but I never had like a strict routine of what I would do or what I would eat. Um, At that point in my life, I really just didn't care. I wasn't in a relationship. I wasn't like trying to impress anyone. I was just like YOLOing it a little bit. (laughs) Um, And looking back now, there are definitely some changes I probably would have liked to implement into my life so that this transition would have been a little bit more smooth. Honestly, I think I just was so uneducated and I didn't look up to anyone in the fitness industry. I don't think I followed like any fitness people on YouTube or Instagram at that time. And so I was never surrounded by a positive Um, outlook on fitness. If anything, like the YouTube videos that I used to make were comedy related. And I'd talk about like how much exercise would suck because I never did it and I never experienced it, which is like, it's so dumb, (laughs) but I never, I don't know. I always just thought of like being a vegan and exercising. Oh, that is so much effort. That's so gross. Like, but now I'm like, oh my God, Jessica, open your eyeballs. (laughs) So when I was, yeah, in year 11 and 12, 
I would eat McDonald's all the time. All the stuff that I would eat was just disgusting and it was so constant. Like I would get to school super early because I would go with my mum and there was a McDonald's right next to my school. So me and my friends would just go and get McDonald's for breakfast all the time. And we'd get like the um, McMuffins or whatever their like breakfast menu is. And that was a routine. Like at least like three or four days a week, we would be eating McDonald's for breakfast. And I didn't even think anything of it. I was just like, this is fine. This is like a routine. This is a habit. But now looking back, like it was such a bad habit. Like it's not that hard to have breakfast at home and just have like some cereal or something like that. Have a have some bloody toast with avocado on it, girlfriend. Like what are you doing? It was so bad. Even during lunchtime or during my freeze in year 11 and 12, I would go with my friends to KFC and we would get so many nuggets. Like I remember this one time. I was sitting in class and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just like craving nuggets. And so I went to KFC with my friends and bought like a full 24 pack of nuggets for $10 or something ridiculously cheap. Um, and I bought that and I ate the entire thing, like no problems whatsoever. I just ate it and like, that's so gross. <laughs> Obviously, in moderation, I think that's fine to have a bit of a treat yourself every now and then, but it was so constant. I'll be like treating myself every single day and it got to the point where like, I guess I never really noticed my body changing all that much until... It was my mum. My mum is a pretty forward person. She just says whatever. Sometimes it's a bit annoying, but like (laughs) this time in particular, I was like, holy moly, (gasps) something's wrong. But she said my face was filling out a little bit. And I was like, what? Are you serious? And then I looked in the mirror. I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. My face was looking super, super round. And I was like, oh no, what's going on here? I wonder what it could be because I did all this performing arts, I thought I would be fine, right? But obviously my diet was completely kaput. Um, In saying that though, after that, I started doing this thing, which I had heard it was called detoxing. So that's what I just went with. Again, I knew nothing about it. I didn't do any research whatsoever. I just tried to use like my common sense. Again, knowing nothing, like trying to use your common sense is kind of hard so I would do like a week of just eating like chicken rice broccoli that's about it I don't even remember what I was like having for breakfast or for snacks or anything like that but um I would be like really hard on myself and be like no mum I'm detoxing you can't buy that mean this is like 15 year old me thinking detoxing is the way to go um And at that time, I think I was like watching the Victoria's Secret fashion show. I'm like, yes, my detoxing is going to get me there. I'm like, oh, looking back now, I'm like, you idiot. What are you doing? (laughs) But that's just kind of like how my eating cycle was. I would just binge and binge and binge and treat, treat, treat myself. Um, And it just didn't really go that well for me. And obviously I've been doing modeling for a really long time. And so if I had a photo shoot or a runway show or something like that, it would only be like the week leading up to, I would do this detoxing thing and maybe go to the gym once or do some home workouts and try and like 
fix what I've just ruined for six months and then yeah go and do this thing and then back into the same cycle like eating crap eating crap eating crap and not exercising or anything like that so um yeah it was a pretty dangerous cycle that I put myself in and I (laughs) wish I could go and tell myself back then that yes you can treat yourself but you also have to look after your body as well and give it what it needs rather than what you feel like if that makes sense rather than just like listening to your taste buds you have to listen to what's actually going on inside your body so I touched on this briefly in my last episode but essentially I started working at a gym and this was the total I I reckon this is the main reason why I really started getting into fitness and eating healthy is because I was surrounded by people um who were passionate about that. And I was like, wow, like this is amazing. This is like a whole new world. Um, and during my first week of working there, I did a session with one of their head personal trainers. He's the best. And um, he put me through a circuit and it was probably like the hardest thing I've ever done because I hadn't exercised for so, so long. And it was even just like five minutes on the rower. And then I went and did some pin loader machines and things like that. Or I can't even remember, I might've finished on the treadmill or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, like absolutely dying afterwards. And it was really, really hard. And he said in the nicest way possible, he said that I was what they call um, skinny obese. And that kind of stuck with me for a while. I was like, oh my goodness. Like genetically, I am quite a small frame. And that's how, like my mum, my grandma, that is how they are. My auntie, like literally every female in my family is exactly the same. But I was obese in a sense. See, this is really hard to talk about because I know some people are really easily offended by this topic but it was something I was told by a health professional and I was like oh my goodness he meant it in the best way possible but to me I was like oh my goodness I need to work on my fitness so in another word it was basically saying I was skinny unfit so I'm gonna stick with that term from now on because I know some people are triggered by saying obese and yeah that kind of stuck with me for the first year of fitness I was like oh I don't want to be skinny unfit I just I want to be really strong and I want to be confident in how I look and I want to clear my skin and all this sort of stuff so during the next few years is when I really started listening to other people and doing more research on um what foods are good for me and what work best for me. So I did a lot of like trial and error. And if you've seen my what I eat in a days, they're pretty accurate. Like they're obviously not the best foods that, you know, um, bikini competitors or um, real athletes would eat. It's just what works for my body. And that food is the food that fuels me and makes me feel good during the day. Doesn't leave me extremely bloated at the end of the night. And so, yeah, that's what works for me. But I still eat things like bread and gluten and things like that. But that's what works for my body. During this time, I also found like what style of fitness training I really liked. And for me, that was Pilates, yoga and body weight high repetition sort of exercises. I wouldn't say I'm a hit person because I'm not very good at running. Please give me all the burpees, give me all the jump squats, all that sort of stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Um, so I guess it's more like a Tabata sort of training. 
I think. It's what like we did at the Ride Aware event a few weeks ago. The workout that they had planned was entirely body weight. So like mountain climbers, jump squats, jump lunges, all that sort of stuff. Like, yes, this is the best. Yes, it's hard, but it's what makes me feel so good afterwards. And yeah, also I do like to mix in like some heavyweight days. Um, I'm definitely not the strongest and the girl that I do train with, Ash, if you've seen some of my videos, she's in quite a few of them. Um, she is super, super strong. So it's kind of hard like doing weight sessions with her because I have to take so many of the weights of them. Like, oh, I just stick to baby weights. But then again, like that challenges me and makes me work a little bit harder. And I do like doing those heavy weight days. It's just as a preference, I really like body weight exercises and yoga and Pilates and stretching. I don't know. I just think that's what my body really thrives off and I re feel so good. So during my, I guess like first year fully being into exercise, I found a YouTuber called Sarah's Day. Okay. If you guys have not heard of her, First of all, what the heck are you doing? She is the queen of the fitness industry at the moment. She's absolutely killing it. And I guess like I started watching her vlogs back in the day of her incorporating like a really healthy lifestyle. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I want to do. And I really looked up to her um, in that aspect. And so I purchased her ebook, um, the first one, which was called uh, Sweat It to Shred It. And I got that with Ash and we both were able to do that one together, which was so good. Like having a friend to do it with was the absolute key to completing that ebook because it was really hard. Not going to lie. I think it was like started out with four days a week. And then by the end of the eight weeks, you're up to six days of training a week. And it's rough as but so good because we were able to intertwine every single day into both of our routines, meet up, train, go home. You know, like the workouts are already written for you. It was amazing. And so we finished the first eight weeks and I loved it so much and our results were just peaking. Like we both felt so good. I was like at a very lean stage in my life. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So we both enjoyed it so much that we did it another two times. So just while we're on the topic of Sarah's eBooks, I did get her second eBook and I did that once with Ash as well. It was really good, but it was also really tough. And I think at that stage, we were both getting way too busy with life and uni and things like that. So we weren't able to complete it more than once, but that one was still really good. I really did like that one. Um, and after I'd done those two eBooks, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm peaking in my fitness. This is absolutely amazing. I felt so lean and so confident. Don't think I necessarily felt like smaller. I just felt really strong. And that was what I was going for. Like I wanted to be fast. I wanted to be fit. I wanted to be able to do all this crazy stuff in the gym and I was able to do that. So I was really happy with where I was. So at the moment I'm training maybe... I want to say like three to five times a week, just depending on what is going on in my life at the moment. So at the moment, I've been up in Sydney a lot, doing a lot of modeling work or going to events and things like that and working with brands. Um, but I'm also juggling full-time university and also some casual jobs on the side. I definitely make training a priority, 
But if I can get anywhere between three to five sessions a week, I'm absolutely stoked. That is really good. And whilst I'm doing this, I'm also obviously eating relatively well. I'm absolutely obsessed with food and also making healthy alterations to quote unquote unhealthy food. If you give me a pizza, I will healthify the crap out of that pizza. Or like burgers. There are so many different options now. But even like when you go out, if you go to Grilled, there's 100% a way that you can healthify your burger from just like a really cheesy, greasy one to a really nice, nutritious burger, if that makes sense. And I also don't count my macros or calories. I think it's just a personal preference. Like I've never downloaded my fitness pal. I don't ever intend on doing that because I know from some of my friends who've had to count and track um, their calories and macros, it's just not turned out well. And it's turned into like binge eating, like restrictive eating and cause some eating disorders. And it's just nothing that I want to be involved in at all. If I feel good after eating something, then that is what matters. Because otherwise I'd be obsessed with the numbers. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like this is the amount of numbers that are in this food. Okay. So I don't know if you guys are already into fitness or if you're just starting out, but I really wanted to share my tips and tricks on starting out in the gym and starting out like a healthy sort of diet. Again, I need to disclaim I'm not a health professional. I can only give you what worked well for me. Not saying that it'll work well for you as well. So please keep that in mind when you're thinking about starting your fitness journey. Get a personal trainer or go and see your doctor before you start because they are going to be the people that help you the most and give you the best advice. I am just someone on YouTube and on Instagram who has been through it already and just wants to motivate people to live an active lifestyle. So please keep that in mind. (laughs) My advice for someone who's just starting out at the gym, and I get asked this question on a daily basis and my answer is always the same. Don't sign up to a gym and just think to yourself, I'm just going to use the treadmill and I'll be fine. From working in a gym, I see this all the time from people who've never trained before or aren't looking to get uh, a PT or anything like that. You are going to get so bored so quickly. You're going to lose your motivation to come to the gym. And within like two to three months, you'll probably quit. Go and try new exercises. Go and try new machines. Even just like look it up on YouTube, just like a really beginner workout and go and give that a go. Even investing in a personal trainer is such a good option. And if you can't afford a personal trainer, try the group fitness classes. Almost every single gym will have a Les Mills or Mosa group fitness sort of um, schedule. So they'll have the body pump or the power, they'll have body balance or Centergy, they'll have the fight class, kick, anything like that. Because I think group fitness is such a good way to keep you motivated. You don't have to think about the workout. You literally just show up and you do the workout and you go home and you're not going to slack off because there's other people watching. So I think group fitness is such a good way to go. Another piece of advice that I would have for someone looking to get into training is do your research around your local gyms because different gyms have different vibes and you want to be somewhere where you're super, super comfortable. Go to a few trials and find a gym that makes you feel comfortable and confident. 
my last piece of advice for getting into the gym is treat yourself to a little bit of activewear. So I find that having new activewear really inspires me to be like, yes, I can't wait to train in these. I'm going to do this on a heavy leg day and see if these are squat proof and, you know, things like that. So my favorite places to shop are Riderwear and Cotton On Body. I think it's just good to get a few little pieces just to motivate you that extra bit more to really get into the gym. And if you're looking for something super cheap, Cotton On is such a good way to go because their stuff is so cute. Oh my gosh. But I think my entire activewear collection is like right away and cotton on body and that's it. Okay, so now that we've talked about the gym side of things, I want to talk about eating a little bit. Again, I feel like I have to disclaim this every single time. I'm not a nutritionist or anything like that. I would love to be. Yeah, I can only give you the advice that works best for me. So this has worked for me, may not work for you, but you're more than welcome to give it a go with your doctor's approval. For me personally, when it comes to diet, I don't have any dairy whatsoever. Um, This is just because of a metabolic disorder that I have. I will make another podcast episode completely on this because it is such a big topic for me and it's a metabolic disorder that I... I've literally never met anyone else who has it and I kind of just want to talk about it and try and find some more people who have it but yeah I have this metabolic disorder it's called galactosemia no one's ever heard of it before so like don't stress if you don't know what it is but essentially I can't have many animal products anyway so since the moment I was born I was never able to have um, cow's milk or anything like that So I've never had dairy my entire life. If I woke up tomorrow and I could all of a sudden have dairy, I still wouldn't because I know how it makes other people feel and everyone feels so blur after having dairy. I feel like everyone's like a little bit lactose intolerant as well. I think that's a big chunk of how my diet is really good is that I don't have dairy anyway, so it does work really well. However, I will note that my metabolic disorder allows me to have cheddar cheese and parmesan cheese. That is just purely because my body can metabolize that because it's mature cheese and it's already broken down the parts that my body can't break down. So occasionally I'll have like parmesan cheese on something or I'll have a pizza with cheddar cheese and things like that. Quite rarely actually. Um, I usually stick to like nutritional yeast. If you think that dairy is just making you feel constantly sick, try soy milk. I have been on soy milk since literally like two days old and I love it. (laughs) I I have it every single day and I never feel bloated after it. I never feel sick. And coconut milk as well. In cooking, coconut milk is my best friend ever. (laughs) I freaking love coconut milk. And then the obvious health choices that you could be making are like eating more fruit and eating more veg and more nuts and seeds and things like that into your diet. Things that are going to fill you up, but also be really good for your body. And my last piece of advice without like getting sued (laughs) is make healthy alterations. You can have a spaghetti bolognese or a, a spaghetti carbonara or something, but you can just healthify it. I absolutely hate the word diet. It drives me berserk when people say, oh, I'm going on a diet. I think it's just important to change your lifestyle and still have the things that you love. If you love spaghetti bolognese, don't give up spaghetti bolognese because then once your diet finishes, 
What are you going to go and eat excessive amounts of? Spaghetti bolognese. You can 100% make a healthy version of spaghetti bolognese. It sounds disgusting, but I love using this spinach fettuccine in pasta dishes. So if I'm making like a, a spaghetti pesto or something with the pasta or something like that, I use this spaghetti fettuccine, spaghetti fettuccine, oh my gosh, um, spinach fettuccine, and it goes so well. Like you can't even taste the spinach whatsoever. It is a little bit green, so it looks a little bit funky, but it tastes so good. If you feel like having a pizza, don't not have a pizza, have a healthy pizza. Burgers as well. Like you can 100% make a healthy alteration of a burger. Once you get yourself in the mindset that you can have the foods that you crave, but you just have to make a healthy version of it. I don't know. I just get so frustrated when people diet because I know that leads to a binge and the whole cycle will repeat all over again. Because trust me, sister, I have been there. I have done that with my stupid detoxing thing that I used to do when I was a teenager because I thought, oh, this is what the Victoria's Secret models do. This is what I'll do. It doesn't work. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. So I'm actually going to wrap up this episode here. I hope it hasn't gone on too long, but if you did enjoy it, please give me a five-star review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you are listening on Spotify, I don't think you can rate it or anything like that. So if you're listening on Spotify, don't even stress because you probably can't do anything about it. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for listening in. Again, if you have any other topics that you wanted me to talk about, please DM me or email me and let me know because I really take into consideration what you guys want to hear because ultimately you guys are the ones listening. So my name is Jess. You can go and follow me on Instagram. It is just at Jessie Norbs with a Z on the end. And on YouTube, it is just Jess Norbury. Or you can follow the podcast on Instagram. It is just at Find Your Fire Podcast. And that is everything. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you liked it. And I will chat to you next week. Oh,